Hello! Welcome to this episode of the Fan Man Podcast. I'm DJ Gove. Chris Davis. How's it going? Too bad. How are you doing? Wait, wait. Wasn't there more of us? There used to be. I think we lost somebody along the way here. Sean was attacked by rabid hamsters. No, Sean's busy at work. So Always and, yeah, busy And, and the stuff work. we're going to talk about, uh, he did not participate in either, so... <laughs> Unfortunately, the job seems to keep him away from anything pop culture related Any, these yes, days. Anything fun. So, yeah. So, uh, sorry, we've been gone for about a month. <laughs> but we actually did some stuff. We did. We, we watched some stuff. I had like grand delusions that just never came to fruition because adult life got in the way, unfortunately. That's. But one hopefully, thing. Yeah. Hopefully. It starts slowing down so, a little bit here. It'd be nice. Um, so one thing we did have is, uh, in the New England area, our largest, uh, combo convention, uh, Rhode Island Comic-Con, which sounds funny cause it's Rhode Island and not the big, ah, the biggest show in the little state. Waka, yeah. waka, waka. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rhode Island Comic-Con came and went and, um, we both did some pretty cool stuff. So you, you went first. Yeah. I was only there for, you actually spent more time there. I was just there for Friday afternoon. Um, and as usual these days, if something's going to suck me to a Comic-Con, it's usually Kevin-related. Correct. So, Mr. Smith was the VIP guest this year at Rhode Island Comic-Con. Showed up for six hours or so. <laughs> Whatever that worked out to. He needed um, to be there for eight. <laughs> for him to, you know, take 8,000 pictures and sign a bunch of stuff and quick panel. And then he, poof, he was gone. Off. That was off. That was it. So, yeah, we... uh. Heather and I went down for the afternoon. It was mainly clerk-centric. Because the weird thing about Rhode Island is you usually have a good chunk of those people that aren't there on Friday. Yeah. There's always a chunk of guests that just appear Friday and uh, Saturday and Sunday. Yes. So it was the perfect time if you just wanted to target certain people. Like the entire clerks cast was there. I don't think we waited more than like 10 minutes for anybody. It was yeah. like three or four deep in line. Nothing crazy. I had to fall on my sword because I made fun of you that you were going to see Matthew Lillard <laughs> saying, really, you're making a special trip down for Shaggy and his line was out of the room. I'm like, what What did I miss? I, yeah. Something something clearly happened here and I wasn't part of it because um, that boy was a huge draw. Huge. I think the three biggest lines were Matthew Lillard, uh, Adam Cole from AEW Wrestling. He's a good looking man. Adam Cole, baby. He's- and uh, who was another crazy line? Oh, uh, Ashley Eckstein, Sokotano. Yeah. Those are your big ones. Shatner was pretty Ashley's big the day big. he was there. He was only um, there for a day, though. Murrow was pretty big, too. Yeah, considering. I think it was the Fatone effect. Yeah, Joey Fatone right oh, next it, to well, him. So, the, you know. And then well, the biggest thing was is that it's kind of like, um, you know, like a Kevlin. They kept fucking around the two of them. So it wasn't just like, Good hey, work. how's it going? Signs of no. It was like, you would have got like a half an hour show whenever you went to the table. Every, yeah, every single Kevin line just went longer than it should have. Yeah. They finally had to put the multiple handlers in front of them yeah. at the autograph line. Yeah, you, yeah. Essentially hand me your thing yeah. that was handed to the next person that was handed to him. And then there was somebody there to take it away from Kevin. Yeah. On your way, peasant. Yes. Yeah. But that was kind of like with with uh, Murray and uh, Fatone. By the way, Joey Fatone, cool dude that guy is. Was he? Super cool guy. Yeah. I got Next time we're in Orlando, he's got a hot dog place down there that we can go check out. No Heard kidding. It's stellar. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Fat Ones Hot Dogs, it's called. It's funny. Yeah. Harley from the mouth of babes. <laughs> um, because obviously she's done a bunch of the same stuff. We have gone down to the stash and stuff like that. She looked at me and she's like, wait, people pay how much for his autograph at a con? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, people. And they sold out at $105 a piece. When we could basically just mail stuff to California and tag he, whatever we want pretty much. <laughs> he's like, do they get to talk to him? I'm like, not no, really. No. No. And wait, it's $150 for a picture of him and Jay? Like, well, you know, some people don't want to make the whole ride down, I guess. But he knows my birthday. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. So, no, he was the draw this year. Yeah. I mean, he was kind of the anchor that pulled in a bunch of those other people. Yeah, they had a... um, So, I wasn't going to go because I couldn't do the VIP thing like you were doing. It just wasn't lining up and I was all upset about it. But then I got a phone call. And they're like, hey, how would you like to come down and host the Star Wars Clone Wars panel? Mm. And I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, what? Like, yeah, you want to come host a Star Wars panel? I'm like, yes. Of course. Okay, so I'm, I'm going. So I, I let the kid know, well, I want to go. Shaggy's there. I'm like, oh, shit. So did Ashley remember you from the assault at the DVC event or no? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. That's a strong I didn't word. know if the re- restraining order was still in. No, 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 yeah. no. <laughs> 
It wasn't like Oh, that. the face was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so then she wanted to go. And then she tells her room one roommate, and one roommate's like, oh, who else is going to be there? And they watch that My Hero Academia show. Mm-hmm. And a couple of them are there. Well, I want to go. And then the other roommate, wait, wait, Shaggy's there? I want to go. And the last roommate's like, well, I don't want to be here by myself for the weekend. I want to go too. Yeah, so she might as well come down, right? So, next, so it ended up being, I'm going down to do a panel real quick, to I'm going down, wife, sister-in-law, four kids. You got, so two cars? Two cars. Really? Yeah. Two cars. So, and it was, and I wasn't ready, like, I didn't put money aside and stuff like that. So there's a bunch of stuff I didn't do. Like, I, like, they had some of the Titans there, and I wanted to hit that, but... I just, I was like, I was very conservative with the spending. It was a strange con. So I hit the ATM before and I always grab a little extra because mm-hmm. there's always the little, you stumble on something. Art and table or something. You waste money somewhere. Yeah. What was funny, we figured it out after. I only went $30 over what I originally budgeted. Oh, wow. And it was literally because I did the $10 add-on to get the picture with Brian and mm-hmm. um, Jeff. Mm-hmm. And then after I got the sign signed. I went back to take that one picture with Jeff. So I spent another $20. Oh, okay. And that was the extent of it. It's like, we're going home with cash. This is so weird. Yeah. I bought the movies Rhode Island Comic Con t-shirt for 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. And that's all I did. Yeah. And I had Jeff tag some stuff too, but everything else was just like. There wasn't a lot. I didn't bring yeah. anything. The only thing I had them sign was that. Mm-hmm. And I actually pulled down the Lilo skateboard. Yes. Because I didn't have Brian on it. Yeah. So I ended up getting Brian and Uncle Julie's. Oh, nice. Yeah, Uncle Drew's was there. Scott was there, so. Yeah. Love Scott. Great guy. I, God bless Scott. He's the only one that the more autographs you get, he actually gives you a deal as you work through. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. He's awesome. It was awesome. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of stuff I could have done. Like, I, I would have liked to, like, I, I just wasn't ready. And I was like, because I had the panel thing and I had the cra- the group with me, I was really tired. Um, Like, one of my favorite, two of my favorite all-time wrestlers were there, and I didn't even go to their tables. Yeah, Bubba Ray and Matt because Matt Hardy because I went down there and they weren't there and I just couldn't I didn't have time to circle back around they weren't I don't think Matt showed up until Saturday they weren't there yeah he was late there. Saturday too so yeah. so I kind of I'll, I'll catch them eventually but yeah it's just it was uh, it was weird not being ready for it but yeah it was a fun day though and then you know oh, squeeze in other movies shout out to Derek <laughs> he did a good job they did they had a pretty good movies down there but then um, we weren't going to go on Sunday I wasn't going to go down on Sunday and a friend of ours, um, Clep, that we did some videos with from We Are Critics, he gave me a buzz. He's like, yo, he's like, they want us to go down and do another panel on Sunday. I'm like, well, what do they want us to do? Like, they want us to do The Boys. I'm like, oh, I love that show. Okay, let's go do that too. Yeah, so you then, can't say no to that. So then Sunday, we did The Boys panel we had with Miko, A-Train, and M.M. So it turned into a pretty- a cre- big boy. He's a big dude, man. He's a man. big boy. Big, and, and she's like tiny, tiny. I think she's the same. She's, I don't think she might be smaller than my kid. Those pictures made me laugh because he's just, he takes up the entire back of the frame behind you yeah, guys. Yeah, he looks like LeBron. Like he's yeah. big. So he's super wide. nice guy though. They were, I mean, they were all great. That's one thing. Like I, I, so I had the Clone Wars panel was Ashley Eckstein and, um, and Anakin. Mm-hmm. And then I had the three boys. And everyone was great, which always helped obviously. But the cool thing about the Star Wars panel was that, um, I went in because the Quarks panel was right before it mm-hmm. in the main ballroom. So I go in there and, you know, our buddies It's a check- big barn. It is a big barn. It's a real big barn. So our buddies Chuck and Brad are up there. They're doing the Quarks panel. There's probably you know, like 170 people in the room. I'm like, oh, it's a pretty good crowd. So I'm behind the curtain and I'm messing around with Chuck and I'm talking to the guy from the con and whatever. And it starts getting pretty loud out there. I'm like, oh, and he comes back in. He's like, oh, full house. I'm like, what? The guy, we had to shut the doors. I'm like, what? I look outside. The, the barn's full. It was, yeah. So I wet myself a little bit because, you know, I did them a couple of years ago, but they were the small little rooms, you know, like Bendik Wall was like about 150 mm-hmm. people and the yeah, video game was like even that. smaller than that. So yeah, it was a big end. It was like a thousand people. That one, they didn't even sell it out for Kevin. I mean, yeah. they were still selling tickets. Well, Kevin cost money to get into this one. Was yeah, it was like 25 up. bucks. This one you just showed they up. They got it. Kevin, the first two sections were full. Like all three across, two back, and then it was kind of sparse in that last, however many rows back towards the doors. Yeah, but you could have gotten into that one right away. Yeah, so that's pretty crazy. Yeah, those yeah. pictures were crazy. Yeah, so and it, like, and like you were saying, it was kind of funny because when I was at Disney World about a month ago, we were at the DVC event, and she happened, Ashley Exxon happened to be there. So I, I didn't accost or anything. But I went over and said hi. <laughs> no, but we talked for quite a bit. So 
it was funny. So I'm, I'm in the green room or whatever. And she comes in and we can take our masks off. You know, I had, my, I showed her my Vax card or whatever. Right. And, um, she's like, Oh my God. Hi. So she, rem- she remembered me. She's one of awesome. she, I heard she's kind of like Kev. She remembers a lot of people. She's a sweetheart. She is. Yeah. And Nicest she, person. she, she went out of her way multiple times to tell me how well everything went. Her agent did too. So that was real good. And then, yeah, so it was fun. So excellent. And, uh, you know, I know you don't want to do them. I'm not there yet. We'll see. But I'm. Probably, It'll depend on the topic. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get. Probably do some more next year. So, it's if I get to play like second chair. Yeah. You know, like when it was you and Keith. Yeah. Yeah, I'll let you drive, and I'll just interject every so often. Yeah. Sure. I didn't think yeah. I could do it. Honestly, I thought I was gonna. But luckily, it's like can you go up there and talk Star Wars. But well, I can talk Star Wars. Yeah. I can talk Star Wars all day. So. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was the the big fun thing. Um. So another thing that happened was something I've been waiting for a while. Stupid COVID kept pushing it back, but uh, we both got out to go see the new Ghostbusters movie this weekend yes. or last weekend. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yep, just dragged dad and the kid to it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you seen it twice or no, no, no. Oh, I, just the one. I haven't. I haven't. I still have to take Heather. Yeah. So she was out Sunday. Harley and I had nothing to do. We're like screw it, we're going. I've been dying to see it. So yeah, I um. I think I'm going to have to take Athena to see it. I don't know if we're going to be able to squeeze in this weekend. Uh, maybe. We'll see. It depends. Can I get a work all day Friday and Saturday? Yeah. So We'll see. I might be able to get Heather out this weekend. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, Ghostbusters Afterlife came out. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, it's a pretty cool story. So, sp- uh, sp- spoilers ahead. Anyone who hasn't seen it yet. I know it's only been out like a week or so. But yeah. it made, in, in, in these current times, it made some good cash. Cleared 50 mil opening mm-hmm. weekend, which is almost double what they thought it was going to do. Yeah, did what? Just south of $5 million on preview night, which yeah. is a good take. I mean, that was like preview nights beforehand. Yeah. That's like, you know, Thor 2 preview t- nights, yeah. That was a good take. And the other thing too, like, you know, there's been like some, crit- I've read some like critical articles, like somehow people still give a shit what Rolling Stone thinks about anything. Like they're still relevant somehow, but like they didn't like it. But you go online, the audience score for this thing is like 99%. It's, you're going into a Ghostbusters movie where they bring back the original Ecto One, the whole thing, like what you saw on the preview, the teaser. Yeah. yeah. What did you expect? It's clearly going to be a nostalgia. Uh, play. These people, these people going looking for everything to be like Citizen Kane or like The Departed just drives me fucking nuts. I mean, you have break. Ivan's son. I mean, Jason Reitman's doing the movie. Yeah, it was a it's, kid who grew up on the set of the movie. One big, I want to make another. His one. office is in the damn firehouse. I and know. <laughs> seriously, on. seriously. So. The story for the movie was actually, it's actually pretty cool. So every, anyone doesn't know, though, out of the four original Ghostbusters, Harold Ramis, who played Egon, died back in 2014. Uh, yep. Yep. So the movie starts off as Egon's on this farm in the middle of nowhere. And you find out later on that at some point in time, post, po- it's not, not only post Ghostbusters 2, but post the real Ghostbusters. They made the cartoon mm-hmm. canon. As part of which was um, fucking amazing. Probably the biggest surprise out of the whole thing. They made the cartoon. Yeah, I didn't cannon. expect that. Oh my god, that was, it was that was a nice pull. All, all, all the feels on that. So, some point in time after the the cartoon winds down, Egon kind of goes a little not like uh, maybe not goes nuts, but he starts to get really paranoid about something big that's going to come. Mm-hmm. And things slow down, and they have money troubles, and basically Egon just says, screw it. He grabs all the equipment, all the traps, steals the car, and just takes off and, and bails on them all. So him and Ray and all them have a huge following out. Uh, Ray goes back to run the bookstore. Yep. Uh, Vankman goes back to teaching. Him and Dana get married. So that was kind of cool. That was awesome. That was awesome. It was worth waiting. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. Um, and even if you go, if you go on uh, IMDb, it says Sigourney Weaver for character name. It says Dana Barrett Vinkman, which, you know, kind of makes me smile. And Winston kind of gets into like. Winston's investments in or finance. Something. Yeah. yeah and into he, like private equity or whatever he he's doing. And then creating some big global like Winston just he's rolls got, deep. Yeah. He's got a conglomerate at this yeah, point. He's yeah. He's loaded. So he kind of like Bezos it a little bit. Yeah. He took whatever he made from Ghostbusters and, and just rolled parlayed it, it yep. into. They don't really say what he does. He's just got a big ass office and a big ass. They just building. make sure you know he's rich. That's it. He's rich. He's got the dope suit. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Egon's on the farm, and it starts off where you see a trap go off, and then you just see Egon running out of somewhere, getting chased by a ghost, and ends up uh, back at his farmhouse. 
and he's trying to trap something. You don't know what, and there's mm-hmm. a power shortage. And basically, he goes into the house, and the old um, Dana Barrett terror dog arms through the chair thing happens, yep. and he has a heart attack and dies. Yeah, you see the ghost coming up behind him, the mist. Yep, yep. and then you actually see like the like you know the ghost weave after the fact too. Yep. Um, and they used all the same like visual effects. This is as after were, he hides the trap. Oh yes, after he hides the you trap, you see him hide the trap with whatever he so, captured. So whatever he caught at first, it's in it's in the house. Um, and like I said, all of the, like, you know, you can tell it's a ghost because it's the pink stream, just like it was mm-hmm. when they bought the containment unit and one and everything like that. So there's Easter eggs all over this thing. It's just, oh, it, it's it harkens loaded. back to 84. Yeah. It's loaded with Easter eggs. Um, so then you find out that Egon, um, so Egon, Egon dies and you find out that he had a, a daughter with two kids. So he's got two grandkids. Um, when he bailed on the Ghostbusters, he bailed out on all them too. So the mother doesn't really know anything really about him or, mm-hmm. you know, he just knows that when she was a little, little kid, he, yeah, he, he took bailed. off. He took off. So, um, you know, and they're obviously, you know, they're having, you know, typical setup. They're having money troubles. They get evicted from their apartment. So they go. It's the perfect nuclear family. One boy, one girl. Yeah. One Single boy, mom, one girl. So you know, yeah, it's your typical so the the son is the kid from Stranger Things, the Finn Finn Wolfhard Wolfhard or yeah. Wolford or whatever. It's Finn. Yeah, and he's um he's just very much your standard seventeen year old kid. There's really no crazy yeah, he character traits. I mean, he's there. He's a name, but he doesn't really do a ton. You could which, put anybody in that. Which yeah, but it was actually a, for me that was a plus. Yeah. That they didn't, didn't ram the kid from Stranger Things down your throat again? No, he was clearly a bit nope. player in the He was very very much a bit player. Um and then his granddaughter, um, Phoebe, <laughs> who looks just Spitting like Howard image. She looks just like like you can you look at this girl and you're like, Yeah, that's Howard Ramos' kid, all right, or grandkid. There's no when question. She picked up the glasses and put them over hers. Yep. It's like and Yeah, the exact same glasses. Yeah. Probably the same prescription or whatever. It was a nice know. touch. It was. Um and she's Egon. She's in there, like running a two twenty volt line out of the neighbor's apartment to power something in her she's room and everything. Rewiring the outlets. Yeah, again. yeah. So she's your your engineer head, your smart kid, your science kid. So she's like the one in the family that has like you know the Egon gene, basically. Mm-hmm. So they go to this small town out in uh, Oklahoma. Uh, I think so. Oklahoma sounds right. Okay, yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah. And it's like it's one of those you know town trapped in time kind of things. They have a car hop and a. Local pharmacy, it looks like, and all little that little main of, street, yeah, yeah, little, yeah, little, just town in the middle of nowhere. And the, they go to the house, and um, <laughs> and you, you, all of a sudden the doorbell rings and it's, it's Janine, and you find out like she's been like doing all like the up, like all the uh, paying all the bills she's, and everything for him, and she's still been like the office manager. She's still the assistant, yeah. basically. And you know, she tells like, I oh, know you know, you're broke. There's nothing. This thing's nothing's worth anything. Tax liens on the house. Mm-hmm. You inherited piles of debt. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, you probably keep the lights on. This lovely dirt farm. Yeah, dirt. Yeah, they keep calling it the dirt farm. Um, and you find out why later on. But yeah, it's, it's like, oh, yeah, dirt farmer is what they call him. No mm-hmm. one in town knew his name. He stayed to himself. Um, But, you know, as things, you know, keep going, Um, I think it's like the first night they're in the house. There's a chessboard next to her bed. And when she goes to sleep... One of the chess pieces moves out. Like someone, yep. someone starts a game, which was kind of like I, 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 I kind of assumed that was gonna. Yeah, happen. as soon as she set it next to the bed. Yeah. Yeah. What did it got knocked over or something? And she picked. Did she, she pick it up? It, yeah, yeah, she picked it up. It yeah. next to her bed. Yep. Um. So as is happening, you know, the they go into town and the son meets some other kids and gets a job like the diner, or whatever, the car hop place, and all that stuff, and. Uh, he goes out. That's because he gets smitten with a girl who's yeah, yeah. There's a gr- there. exactly so that Nova. <laughs> um, so he 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 goes out with all these kids he met in town, and then everything starts to make sense. They go up to the mountains, um, where the old mining setup was, and the mine's called the Shandor Mine. Mm-hmm. So anyone who's seen Ghostbusters one, Ivo Shandor was the guy who architected Dana Barrett's apartment, who was the head of the Gozer cult. So yep. right then you're like, okay, here comes everything. Everything's gonna start pouring out. So uh so she goes to school, she meets a friend, 
um, this kid podcast. <laughs> who such a perfect name? Yeah, seriously, they never actually say what his real name is. No, he's just um, podcast. Yeah, and he's just the weird kid that's into Even like. Even when he puts on the suit later, he's yeah, podcast. He writes, he writes he writes podcasts on it in Sharpie, but um, he's just the kid who's like you know he's got a, a podcast, he's got one follower. And um, working he's, off some like seventies recording equipment. Yep, and he's got all like um, he's just into like conspiracy theories and like just real tinfoil hat kind of shit, which is funny because he's like twelve or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's very much he's he's your Ray Fillin because he's very much what that character would be in today's day and age. Oh, he was clearly Baby Ray. Oh yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And you get the payoff. Yeah, yeah, you do. Um, so. Let's see what happens next. I'm trying to think because well, they go up there. Yep, they go up there. Um, oh, that's one, when they see the ghost. Yeah, one more thing. So looking the, down. The thing about the town is this town for some reason it's not in any like fault zone or anything, but there's every day this town has like an earthquake yeah, in the whole middle ta- of the country. Whole town just shakes. Shouldn't shake at all. And- whole town shakes. So they go up to the mine, and then. Did they go up or did the brother go up first? The brother goes. The brother up first. went up with the kids for yeah. The and, first and something like lights up in like one of the mine shafts and they they so you realize something's there. Yeah. Um. So then yeah. So then the next day at school, before school she finds the trap. Yes, she brings the trap into school. She finds the trap in the floor. She brings it to school. Um. Her summer school teacher, who's Paul Rudd, who's actually also a seismologist, right? So yeah. He, he's there to study all the. Earthquake stuff. So he's, he's dressing a half step away from like Mark Hamill in summer school, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah somehow yeah. he's there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's like, "Wow, that's a pretty cool replica." And it's, no, no. It's, oh, and he picks up and like there's a ghost starts to climb out. He's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" He's, yeah, there's a little tiny bit of mist. There's like yeah. a little poof, and he makes him jump backwards. Yeah. So then he educates Phoebe and podcast about the whole history of the Ghostbusters. Like, had they didn't <laughs> know anything. Watching. About- the OG Ghostbusters commercial on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. And like clips from the movie because it's like it's like historical yep. stuff now. Um, and that's when she kind of, they kind of start to put the pieces together about who her grandfather actually was. So she goes home. Did they try, did they open the trap at that point or they open it the next day? Next day. Okay. So she goes home and then she realizes another chess piece has moved. Mm-hmm. And then at that point she plays the game. She, at that right? point she's playing the yeah, and then then she starts playing in real time. And then like all the lamps start to that, move around. You no, know, that 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 ghost was very aggressive in taking that night. Oh yeah, just smack the thing across <laughs> the room. You but uh, then, um, like I said, the lights start to move and stuff like that, and she starts to realize that there's there's something else going on to the house. So the she's led by. Which at this point in time you realize it's Egon mm-hmm. leads her to a uh, like an outhouse kind of thing on the property with a with a fire pole. With that fire pole, yeah, it goes into them. Yep, and she slides down, and there's like Egon's lab. So spores, molds, and fungus on this wall. Mm-hmm. Um, all his degrees and stuff. Um, you know, all his maps and everything. The wall of dead electronics. Yep, old VHS players. Just and stuff all he kinds can just gut yeah. and everything. Yep. And then um, his proton pack's down there. So she finds the proton pack and the neutrino wand. Um, she, for the first time ever, you you someone takes off the cyclotron cover and you see what's inside the cyclotron, mm-hmm. which is the big round part of the proton pack with the four lights. Um, and then she fixes it, which is awesome. Yeah, pretty quickly. She starts... Yeah, she's like, oh, you're missing never, this. Never gets spooked at all. Yeah. Just starts asking, needleless pliers? Mm-hmm. And everything... Egon just points out everything with the lights. Yeah. They're hanging lights everywhere, or those pole lamps. Yeah. They get and they turned, just keep turned and pointed. Yep. And, Which was kind of a cool way to do it, because you can yeah. do everything practical. Yeah, you didn't have to have anything floating or anything no, like that. You just it's had just, a guy probably in a green screen, so you just turn a lamp. So it, it, and it works that way. Cause they have, yeah. cause if you had CGI light, it's shadows no, are it was kind of subtle. It was perfect. Yeah, it was nice. And, um, you know, and I think I told you too, it's like, this kid killed this movie. Oh, she was so good. Tour de Force. So, so good. Yeah. She was awesome. So, anyway, so, you know, they get the proton pack and her and the podcast kid go out and they fire it up and they blast some stuff and and then they go out and they're in one of the... It was, was kind of cute. 
It was. He's setting up bottles and cans and stuff like that. Oh, and then she just, per, yeah, just and she de-atomizes it. Obliterates like a piece of old farm equipment. Yeah, yeah, just annihilates it. Like, she couldn't tell because her eyes are closed. She's yeah. just trying to hold on yeah. for dear life. And the, oh, another thing they did is that, and this is only makes sense to like, you know, someone like me who's like built one of these things, but like in the original Ghostbusters, they're in the elevators at the hotel for the first time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they talk about never having tested the equipment and Ray says, you know, switch me on. And someone flips a switch on or pretends to flip a switch on the proton pack. But you never again saw that switch was on any of the toys, any of the, it, the switch wasn't on the, the original packs. No. They put the switch on the pack. So you, so now, now I gotta go modify my pack again, but um, they switched on. There's an on off switch. There's an on off switch on the pack, which was awesome. So that was cool. And then, you know, then they find their first ghost. It's this ghost called Muncher, they call him, who just eats through stuff. He's he's very clearly your um, Slimer. What did I, I see in them? Was it Josh Gad? Yeah, it was Josh yeah. Gad, who just kind of went to like everyone. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. And he was adorable. And he was. Like when he looks all scared when they when they go to fire at him the mm. first time. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cute. They make good use of that ghost. They do. Throughout the entire thing. They do, it's, yeah. No. He becomes a practical ghost. Yeah, he does. He does. So while they're doing this, the uh, the brothers in the um, in the shed f- working on Ecto that he doesn't realize is Ecto one. He's across the station wagon. There's an engine and I'm gonna get a car. Yeah, going. they which they never call back to that line. Yeah, that was only for the trailer. Yep. You pick you pick the station wagon. We'll had the engine. Only one that had an engine. Yeah. So I definitely feel that there's probably the 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 you know Blu-ray or whatever will probably have a bigger cut on it, but they. I would think so. Those pieces that you've seen in other yeah, clips they that- try to their credit. They they try to keep it as tight as possible. They didn't want to go two and a half on this thing, so yeah. But um, yeah. So the brothers out cruising around with the uh, the Ecto one and sees the kids and picks them up and they go through town and they see Muncher and then so now it's like we're in full Ghostbusters mode where right because after they were doing the target practice they met Muncher in the factory yeah so they attempted to catch him yeah they attempted once. to catch him podcast can't. You know, throw the trap quite as well as some of the No, he rolled it. It kicked over on its side. You know what to yeah. do? He's trying to haul it back yeah. in. He's like reeling in a fish for God's sake. Yeah, which is fine. He's 12. Yeah. But um, so they go into town and this was awesome. So they're driving Act 01 and then she's sitting in the in the, the back seat. And so this only ever came about in toy form. So anyone who had the Ecto-1 Kenner toy from the real Ghostbusters cartoon, you could open the door and you could clip in the gunner seat mm-hmm. and put a character on it with a pack. The fucking car had the gunner seat. They they put it in the car. So he throws a switch. She comes flying out the side. <laughs> Flips out the and side. And they just start, they start chasing Muncher through town and they just annihilate this fucking town because everyone knows a proton pack just destroys everything it touches. Cutting through signs, front oh, storefronts, awesome. everything. It was awesome. Cars. Yep. It was awesome, and then they have um, <laughs> they have the little fucking uh, the little trap on the wheels, like the little RC trap, which I got to make one of those. That too. was a nice touch. Yeah, I got to I got to make one of those. Ecto would have been modified, so you had a little release ramp yep. underneath. Yep, that was awesome. Um, I don't remember if that if that. I don't think that was from anything before. Oh, I think it might have been from the video game. That trap hauled ass, though. Oh, that thing was going like They're forty. They're chasing Muncher, and it's flying in front of yeah, the car. Yeah, that thing cruised. So I'm very excited for that toy to come out. As they're chasing him, and they're going down like the dirt road, heading back towards the mine, the one thing that's popping in my head, I'm like, you get a stray rock, and that thing's out. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's exactly, gone. exactly. Like, you hit anything there. I know. Because um, there's it's not big wheels or anything on it. No. But anyway, so- but, awesome. Yeah, but they go, they go up to the, you know, Muncher's going towards the the mine, basically, the mountain. But that's where the mine is. Um, And while they're up there, they go down underneath, and then you find out that the underneath in the mine is basically a Gozer like ritual monument. And there's like a soul well, I guess would be the best way to put it, full of ghosts in there. Yeah, is that now that's when they went back with the two older kids. Oh my They go back, yeah. So they they catch they catch Muncher. Oh, sorry, they catch Muncher and then they get pulled out. They over. get arrested. Okay. Then they get then they get out of jail. Then they go Right. It was the same night, right? They go right back up there. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, so it's like five minutes, yeah. yeah. So now it's the brother. Mom and Paul Rudder on a date. Yeah. So now it's the, uh... oh yeah, because they're on the date. Muncher goes through the Chinese restaurant. We did skip the fact that they actually opened the trap. 
Oh yeah, they do. They you open were, the trap and they and they let the terror dog out. They literally jump started off a bus. Yes. And the terror dog blows all the windows in the area. Yeah. So they let the keymaster basically out of the trap. Exactly. I forgot about that. It was like a week ago. So. Yeah. Yeah. So at half the time, I had you know I was dabbing my eyes because I had tears in my eyes because everything was so gorgeous. <laughs> so the terror dog gets out. Paul Rudd and Mom are pseudo dating, and that's when the kids go on their joyride. Yeah. And catch Muncher. Yeah. Okay. Which is after podcast and baby Egon. Yeah. And ba- baby Egon. Um, Egon it. Had, yeah. They've already repaired the proton pack. They've been out testing. Yeah. That's when they encountered Muncher. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So the four kids go down to the mountain. They find the Gozer Memorial. Or actually, it's more like a, it's a temple. It's a Gozer temple. That's the word mm-hmm. for it. And there's a soul well full of ghosts. And then they find the body of Ivo Shandor. In a glass case, and he's he looks like he's he's still fresh. Yeah. So there's some kind of supernatural thing going on under that mine. Yep. Um, the mine was the special metal that they used to build the beams in the apartment building in New York. That's like the conductive spiritual metal. So there's there's something supernatural going on. Um, they didn't explain that too much, which I would have liked maybe another thirty seconds of expose to figure that out. But anyway, so then something starts coming I, out of the the soul well. It starts bubbling. It's yeah, weird. yeah. It's, it's crazy. Arms are popping up. Yeah, you see like a head. Yeah, like something's Almost trying like the, to escape, like the portal to hell, basically. And then all of a sudden, you see four gigantic neutrona wands, which is the gun on the proton pack, all fire up and keep this thing at bay. And that's what the earthquake is. So Egon moved to this town. He knew this was this was like the focal point, and he set all this stuff up to keep this stuff at bay. Yep. So Egon really was like Egon, you know, even Egon was there to save the world, basically. Um, so that all happens. And then um, Phoebe has the the phone number from the We're Ready to Believe You commercial from Ghostbusters 1. Calls, and that number still rings to the phone in Ray's bookstore. It looks like the damn bat phone sitting on yeah, the counter. Yeah, it's a red phone. So Dan Aykroyd answers the phone. And then that's just, you know, I want to talk about Egon Spangler. He's like, yeah, he's like, Egon Spangler can burn in hell, basically. And she goes, you know, he died last week. And you just see, like, Craig Dankard, you just see, like, oh, you see man. his face just drops. And then that's when he gets the story about everything that happened. She drops the bomb. He was my grandfather. Yeah. And, and then, and then they, uh, and the, then the phone hangs up. Yeah. The cop hangs up. The cop hangs up the phone. Oh, that's right. That's oh, her that one call from station. jail. That was her one call from jail. That's she her called one Ray. call from jail. She'd written Fuck. down the number. I'm sorry. Hey, you're a little all over the place. Well, yeah, it's okay. Anyway, but that happens. That's how they, that's how you you bring in the old Ghostbusters. So, um, so basically, uh, Paul Rudd and the mom go home, or Paul Rudd drops the mom off, goes home, um, stops at Walmart to get ice cream. Hmm. Um, very nice Ben and Jerry. Uh, oh, Baskin Robbins. Yeah, it's Baskin Robbins. The entire case. Yeah, it was all just Baskin Robbins. Dunkin' Donuts parent paid I've good never, money to get in. There. I've never seen any of that shit. Like, like Baskin I. Robbins, like cookie sandwiches and stuff. Like, where is that? I, there was half gallons. It was all kinds of oh, stuff. It was, yeah, it was delectable. Um, and By the way, can I say? Yes. By far, the cleanest Walmart in recorded history. There's only 400 people in the town. Who's gonna fuck it up? But this isn't like backwoods. Like we have ones that are in like metropolitan areas they can't keep looking decent movie walmart this is like new and shiny and everything's organized and there's, yeah. no, there's no pallets in the aisles nothing it's <laughs> i'm like i don't even know it looks like a target that they put walmart in front of yes yes it's, they were they were still out of he-man figures though at that, yeah at, of course but um so and that's when you get the um he's when he's in the you know the topping aisle that's when you get the the marshmallow bags start to mm-hmm. and when you happens to you get the you get the piano note so you all you get all the music beats from the original movies. They're all over. They're all throughout this movie. Yeah. There's the music beats. Yeah, they brought the original score back. Yeah, so then you get your mini marshmallow men, which by the are adorable. It Fucking makes for weird. every possible pop figure you want. Marshmallow man with headphones. Oh yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. They're all of them. Fun, yeah, that was. It's almost like Funko said, "Hey, do this." Um, yeah. excellent placement. It was yeah. So you get that whole scene, and then. There's a Teradoc. The Vin Vincorzo Teradoc is in the Walmart. The one that they released. Yes, the one that they released. The one that is the one that possessed um Rick Moranis yes. in Ghostbusters One. So by the way, when they're uh not like a clay no. miniature on a old eighties blue screen or whatever, they look phenomenal. Oh, looks so good. So good. Now 
at this point, this is the one criticism that I read that, okay, I kind of see it, but what did you expect? So from this point forward, you're pretty much following the beats from the 84 Ghostbusters. This tweaks, yes. yep. but your same general through line is what you needed. To, it's a different end scene, but yeah, you're going to have, you're, you're revisiting that same big bad, right? Yeah. So, so you have to. So it makes sense. Yeah. You need these people. Oh yeah. It's not a criticism. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw people write that. That Yeah. Me too. And it's like. Oh, you're just redoing it. Like. But it's the same. Yeah. Of course. Because it's the same. It's the same setup. It's the did same you, game. It never. For a second. Did I sit there and say. Oh God. I can't believe I'm going to be watching this again. Like. You yeah. kind of knew where it was going. With this new little tweak to it. It's not, there wasn't anything bad there, but yeah. I saw people with their, that kind of review, like- Episode oh, seven kind of shit. Well, what do you expect? They loved it when it was episode seven. Yeah, that's true. They were happy. They were like, oh my God, you gave yeah. me all my toys back. It's- I mean, if they, if they did, if they did this with, if they did from, from the, like you said, from the, from the Walmart on. So, so, so basically the terror dog catches up to Paul Rudd and Paul Rudd. Yeah. We're instead of being outside Tavern in the Green and exactly. Central Park. It's a Walmart. It's, yeah. It's a Walmart. Walmart. So Paul Rudd- is now the key master. Um, and, but it makes, like I said, it makes sense because it's Gozer's the bad guy still. Shandor's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. So it's the same ritual that has to be completed. Exactly. So, um, so what basically what happens is, so he, he, you know, he's the key master. He goes down into the, the, you know, the, uh, the temple and he breaks the Neutrona ones. By the way, he's channeling a great Moranis. He does a great Rick Moranis. It's he, the same mannerisms the walk, and yep. stuff. Yeah. No, he he. I mean, he Paul Rudd. It. Paul Rudd kills it and everything. He nailed it. I mean, we're talking about the sexiest man alive. Oh, he's gorgeous. Twenty twenty one. Beautiful. Um. So yeah. So no. He 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 killed it. He was great. And I'm kind of glad that like I didn't even think about him being that guy. Like, oh yeah, they're gonna make him the key master. I always assumed like never dawned on he's me. the teacher. He's throwing a pack on. He's like the whole I tr- figured he was gonna be leading the kids, yeah. Yeah. So I'm actually kinda glad it w- was not what I expected. I mean, they it's it, it seems like they just went cookie cutter, but they didn't because they really No, there was enough tweaks and it's of course it's gonna be fan service. Yeah. It has to be. But like it is, but like they didn't try to make the brother fill like no one tried to fill Vankman's void. You know, no. there was no one tried to fill like Winston's voice. Like, you know, it was just you had, you had, you know, the podcast kids a lot like Ray in personality wise, but all that is for is because she's so much like her grandfather, mm-hmm. and those personalities attract exactly. So that's all it is. It's, it's the friendship like Egon and Ray had. That's the only thing they tried to duplicate, and it's it that that works. Yeah, that worked perfectly. In fact, they'd have some like imagine if they had like some sixteen year old kid they're trying to do like Bill Murray jokes like with the yeah, shtick. It wouldn't have worked. It's... It wouldn't have worked. And credit to Jace Reitman, he understood. He, I think he knew what he needed to do. Yeah, he grew up in this world. He did, yeah. Honestly. So, basically, you know, the, the all hell breaks loose. Um, the mom's at the house, and she gets the old Dana Barrett arms through the chair thing. Yep. Uh, you know, Phoebe comes home the next uh, that morning. You know, mom, are you okay? There is no yeah. mom only Zool. So now we have- Now you're getting your- gatekeeper. Yep, and- now you're getting your ha, 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 ha. Mm-hmm. So that whole thing happens. The gold dress was a nice touch. Yep. She, when she goes from the flannel to... All of a sudden, the Dana Barrett dress. Yeah. So you realize the dress was part of the ghost kind of... Mm-hmm. But that's kind of cool. That was kind of cool. So um, so that happens. And once the two of them get together, now Gozer appears. So... Um, Still looking damn good. Yeah, seriously. So um, Ivo Shandor wakes up. And it's... Commissioner it's, Gordon. It's J.K. Simmons, which is awesome. And talks to Gozer, and he's all excited. He's just, this is his whole life's work, and she just rips him in half, literally right down the middle. Just splits him right down the middle. Yep. Hilarious. Just walks through. Hilar- hilarious. Which, by the way, I'm sitting there watching that, and then I'm like, "Oh, cool, it's Olivia Wilde." And then I found out, "Oh, that's not Olivia Wilde." No, it looked just like her. it wasn't. It did I was look shocked. A lot like it was her. not Olivia Wilde. It looked a um, lot like her. So basically. Oh, I one important part. So you, you when they're the kids trying to figure out what to do and how to stop this. Mm-hmm. Well, she, I shouldn't say the kids. When she the girl is trying to figure out how to stop this, she realizes that her the dirt farm, quote unquote, just rows of dirt 
It's not dirt. It's just rows and rows of ghost traps. He turned the entire property into one giant ghost Which, trap. If anybody that's steeped in it, you kind of knew that's where knew he that, was going. I knew that from the trail. Right. You saw it when that first scene. Yeah. When he he's running, he's just trying to, that's why he trapped the ghost. That's yep. why he ran home. Yep. He was just trying to get back to. Yep. He was getting back to the pedal. He just needed Pretty, to be able He just to, needed the pedal. Yeah. And as yep. soon as he, and it was so fitting that he flips the switch yep. and the power fails. Yep. Like there's no other way that could have gone down. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, so the whole house was a ghost trap. So I don't, you know, all the, you know, so the, the fight happens and, you know, they, they, the people turn to dogs and, you know, there's the whole shebanger and they get her out of the temple and towards the house and the same thing well, happens. The best part was they go and confront her. Oh, yes. So baby Egon yeah. goes and mm-hmm. I'm just going to forever call her baby Egon goes and confronts her and is having a conversation as podcast is working the little radio control trap. Oh yeah, that's right. To try to trap one of the dogs. To trap yeah. one of the dogs. And they get one. They get one and that's what leads yes, the, her the back chase, to the farm. Just like Egon did. Exactly. She and, basically did the same thing. Yep. And when they trapped one of the dogs, it kind of like weakened Gozer. It took her like to half mm-hmm. form almost, like specter form. She was yeah. like a solid entity. So she gets back and the same thing happens. The traps go down, whatever. And um, she turns, she gets, she, they bust the trap open. The dog comes out. She turns the girl, Lucky, the girlfriend from the diner into a dog. Yep. Which nothing against her, but I just, that whole character did nothing for me. Yeah. So they, so yes, mom's released. Yes. And it takes and it over the Lucky. girlfriend. Yep. yep. Um, And then. So Gozer, like, you know, does the old, you know, the lightning, you know, Gozer blast um, towards Phoebe. And then just when you think, and you knew it was, gonna, you knew it was coming, but still when it happened, like, I'm actually, I'm starting to get well up a little bit mm-hmm. thinking about it. As soon as it's getting ready, like, the kid can't hold on, we hear, yo, flat top. And here comes Bill Murray, and here comes Dan Aykroyd, and here comes Ernie. And it was just like, it was awesome. It was so the cool. shot of all three of them suited oh, up. Yep. Full suits, everything. And it's like, it's almost like they use the exact same suits. Like it's almost like they, like they look, they looked, they looked identical. They're the suits. Yeah. From, I swear to God, cause the Ghostbuster two suits had a Ghostbuster two suits had like a thread texture in them. It's the exact same fucking suit. Yeah. I swear to God it is. They, I mean, it makes sense. I'm sure they had hero suits in, oh, I'm sure. in Reitman's office still. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> It was um, it was pretty it's, crazy. They gave Bill his moment, gave him all the banter, basically <laughs> breaking up with Gozer as yes, they go. Yes. I mean, it. And then they do the "Are you a god?" and Dan Aykroyd like, stuttering, and he's like, "Ray, Ray." He's like, "Come on!" He's like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" Like, "Come on!" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, we're all we're all gods." She goes, "Oh, okay." And she okay. leaves him alone. But um, yeah. So the three Ghostbusters come in. They get Gozer. Phoebe kicks on. So there's four of them on there. And then the pack in the, uh, that was on the gunner seat, Finn mm-hmm. Wolford, um, shoots the, uh, the power generator on property. And that's. They, now, keep him, you had to step back for one second because this is the only other time you see the mini stay puffs. Oh, yeah. Somehow yeah. they've infested Ecto 1. Yeah. And they're just. That's true. So initially, podcast can't turn on the pack for him. Mm-hmm. He's waiting. He's trying. That's right. That's right. And the marshmallows getting the there. marshmallows like eating wires, and they just the marshmallows were awesome. I'm not gonna lie. Like it was. It's it's you know it's like it's, they turn into little rats or something. They're gremlins. Yeah, they're the gremlins. Basically. Yeah, good call. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I forget the most important part. So you get the three the three beams on it, and she's. So the girl Phoebe, she 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 goes and she throws a throws a stream at Gozer, mm. and all of a sudden you just see the the transparent light blue hand come over. Take one step yep. before you hit the money shot. Okay. You have all three of your OGs. Yep. Take on Gozer and cross the streams. Yep. Oh, and she uncrosses them. And Gozer's learned over time. Yes. She just literally uncrosses all three. Yep. And shuts them down. Yep. So there's nothing they can, there's nothing the three of them can do because they're missing the fourth stream. The fourth stream. So then you get the ghost of Egon. Um and uh Stellar CG work. Too. Fucking amazing. They crushed it. 
amazing. It looked it looks just like Howard Ramis would. They didn't try to make him make any noises or anything nope, like that. Talk. It was all nope. expressions and very very tastefully done. Um, at that point, I like I'm not gonna lie, I lost it. Yeah. I was a puddled fucking mess. Harley did too. I was crying my fucking tank. eyes out. I'm actually I'm, I'm I'm tearing up thinking about it now. It was amazing. And then so Phoebe throws a stream. They get her. And then in typical Ghostbusters fashion, though, you have Vanquin turn to him. I have a feeling you'd show up. Yeah, yep. Because and then Ernie Hudson's yeah, yeah. Ernie Hudson. I think Ernie turns first. Well, Ernie's like, doing, and it's the same expression he had in the first. He's like, yeah, yeah. This is just looking over, like, huh. And then Ray's like, sorry, should have believed you. And and yeah. he just he doesn't say anything. He just kind of like it's nods. A little, yeah, yeah. It was um, it was awesome. It really was. And there was all kinds of other like, and so you know they you know they defeat goes or save the day, et cetera, et cetera. And, but there's all kinds of extra little like nods in there, like the Nestle Crunch bar is still in the pocket. Oh, the wrapper was perfect. Oh, my that God. Was a nice touch. And I mean, the Bug Eye Ghost from Real Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. there's a couple of the Real Ghostbusters things in there. And it was just. Um, and they wrapped up the entire family storyline, too. They did. They did. Because you find out, yeah, he, you find out like he didn't like abandon. His daughter found the basement lab in the, all the middle pictures of all of her. He was keeping tabs on everyone. Every dance recital, yep. every he graduation, every, he had all of it. Probably Janine was probably going and taking pictures for him and stuff. Yeah. And, and I mean, it was a giant timeline. Yep. You saw her entire life in pictures. Yep. And then what they did was, is that instead of making it, so so they're not making it, they're not saying up like, hey, these like 15-year-old kids are going to be Ghostbusters now. That's not how they're doing this. No. But you you find, it, basically, they, they leave it off with, Winston's fucking loaded now. Oh, he's got all the money. He owns the firehouse. He bought the, it. The only reason Ray still has a bookstore is because Winston Winston's the money. been paying for yep. it the entire time. But uh, Winston bought Ladder 8. They give you that great shot of the dusty Ladder 8, the doors opening. Yep. And the car all beat to piss. And that was one of the most touching moments for me when he said, oh, what did they do to you, girl? Yep. He's like, we can get you fixed I'm going to take you home. Yep. We'll fix you up. So- I think if they keep going with this, it's going to be like, you know, Winston is basically like franchising out Ghostbusters. You, yeah. You could take it in so many different directions now. And you, you don't, don't ha- need the other. No, and you don't oh, need. Geez. And you, like nothing like the kids were all great, but you now like it wouldn't. The story doesn't work. You're not going to have 15 year old kids go out and catch ghosts and fight giant gozers and shit like that. But now you can. Uh, you can have that kid. You can have her drop in. If oh, you want, yeah. But she yeah. doesn't have to be a main. No, no, no. Um, But you're going to like, you know, you could put Paul Rudd in a pack now or whatever, you know. Mm hmm. And now that you've made the cartoons canon, you have storylines to pull from. There was a storyline in the cartoons, still kind of creepy when you watch it now. The Boogeyman episodes. Mm. It's a two-parter from Real Ghostbusters. You do something like that, it would be an amazing movie, but... I'll be curious to see if Jason wants to do any more. Mm-hmm. I could see him walk away. Go out on... Yeah. He, brought, he brought back Dad's Greatest Creation. And he, he stuck the, the fucking I mean, he... He grew up in this world. He gave it closure. Yep. He gave all those guys after God, 20, 37 years, mm-hmm. 36 years, 37 years. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it should have been out last year. Right. Yeah. 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 So 36 years later, he was able to wrap up this entire story with the OG cast minus Harold. Yeah. But even before the movie ends, it's not like they flashed. I mean, they flashed the four Harold mm-hmm. over the final scene. Yeah. As you hear, the Ray Parker Jr. song yep. kicks in. Yep. They're showing the bridge into New York. Yep. And then they show the they show the containment unit and it starts blinking. They show the red light blinking in the basement. So what's yeah. in the containment? Do they put Gozer in the containment unit? Is it Slimer in the containment unit? I don't I see, I took that as there was still somebody trapped there from when they mothballed it. Oh, the okay. containment unit is Slime, so Slime, gonna, it's Slimer. It's Slimer. Or somebody Slimer. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The containment unit is still on the verge of failing. Yeah. Is it Vigo? So is it something that now when they flip the lights back on in that building, does it let yeah. go? Or, oh, there yeah. you go. That's a good idea. Because that was the warning light, right? Yeah, yeah. As soon as we're full. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So we'll see. My dad missed that part. He had to pee so bad. <laughs> oh, he couldn't He make- couldn't wait. So as you keep watching, just tell me. Yeah, he had, he had two so post credits. He had no idea. Everybody bailed. Harley and I were the only ones he in the theater watching. The fact that they brought back the shock machine- and it looked like the original one with the wood grain box, the whole Tony, thing. All this shit was in Ivan Reitman's office. That deck of cards as he's pulling out two, no, three, three wavy lines. Yeah. 
think you marked the card. Yes, I did. It's yes. a five-pointed star. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so it, it, it was great. I mean, everyone knows, you know, Ghostbusters is more than just a movie for me. So I think I was going to make it through the movie, honestly. I, I was like, I'm probably going to have to. I, I, I went into it thinking I was probably going to have to bail it halfway through because I wouldn't be able to handle it. But no, nah, it's... They, it was they so did good. a good job with the pacing and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And even though you knew where the puck was going, he still landed the punch at the end. Oh, yeah. He, 100%. He crushed it. I mean, you were waiting as they as soon as they catch the terror dog and they're heading back to the farm. You start looking like, all right, we're like an hour and 50 minutes in. Yeah. This has to be like any second now. Yeah. And then boom, boom, boom. You're going to get boom, to boom, the reveal. Yep. You're just waiting yep. for how they're going to get it done. And it's only. 10 minutes, if yeah. that. Good 10 I minutes, mean, whole, I mean, Amazing 10 minutes. It's 10 minutes with those guys, and yeah. Yeah. Which they is, wrap it up. Yeah. It was awesome. And it was nice that they came back as them. They're not like cameos of other characters. And God bless him, though, for letting podcasts talk to Ray. Oh, yeah. Ask him if he would be that. on his podcast, and he's like, what's the name of your podcast? He tells he, him. Oh, that's good. Are you my one subscriber? You know, it really came together in episode 46. <laughs> Found its voice. And the kid comes out of the car after all the Winnie Stay Puffs and he's all marshmallowed up like Ray was he's at the end covered. of one. Yeah, yeah. It, he was baby Ray. He was baby Ray, yeah. The hair, the whole thing. Yep. They, the yeah, hair, they, they gave him- they, they made him a Ray. The whole thing. So to find out that Ray was the one person that was listening Makes to this podcast- sense. Yeah, it was- It was perfect. Everything had, I mean, everything was done for right for the right reasons. Everything had heart behind. Everything had a reason. Yeah. It was just, yeah, it was, it was good. So- I mean, anybody that's a fan of the original one- Yeah. You're gonna fall in love with, and them, that's but. why the thing has a 99 percent audience score online. Like I, I haven't met anyone, like any actual person who saw it that did not like the movie. No, no, it was great. No, I can't imagine. Yeah, like I would go, you know, I'll, I'll give it a. I'm not oh, gonna. Give, um, I don't do fives anymore because I get accused of being a honk. But I'll go four and a half out of five. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I mean, if if you're a fan of just even if you're not a fan of Ghostbusters, the movie plays well. It's a well made. movie. If you have any. Any feeling towards that original one, you're going to love this. It's a home run. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's You can't bitch and moan that it's like nostalgic and they're playing on the same thing. Yes. Yep. That was the point. Yeah. And it wasn't a trick. I mean, he didn't bury the lead. Like, he threw Afterlife in the title. Yeah. You knew where this, three minutes into this movie, even though you never see his face, you know the shadow figure is Egon. Oh, yeah. You know the whole, th- here's the setup. Yep. And you see him... I mean, you see him die in the first handful of minutes of yeah. the movie. So you, you're you already on that path. You know where we're going to end up. It's just a matter of how he got there. Yep. And he crushed it. Yeah. He did a great it. job. Yeah, it was great. It was great. He really did. So just to do a bang out a quick top three for this one. So obviously, I mean, they've been doing this this forced 80 sequel reboot, <laughs> soft reboot thing for forever now. Yeah, it's been Bill and Ted's and Karate Kids. And, yeah, it's been all yeah. kinds of stuff. So- um. And this one is going to, like, it's already made some money. It's well-received. So this is probably just going to even draw up more people trying to do the continuations on stuff. So mm-hmm. some stuff has worked. Some t- stuff has, like, you know, Cobra Kai, obviously, has been a slam dunk. Other things, like, you know, Red Dawn, not so much. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're working on more Indiana Jones. Yeah. More Top Guns. There's definitely know. been way more misses than hits. You know, Willow's coming. Actually, Willow actually could work, though, because it's going to be a TV show. I'm kind of excited for Willow. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see what yeah. they do with that. So, let's go. Give me a top three. Let's go top three 80s movies. You do not want them trying to pull an afterlife on and continue the Just series continue some the way, story. shape, or form. Yep. I got one honorable mention. Me too. I got a quick one. Uh, Ferris. Okay. I don't... Ferris as an adult doesn't work. I don't need to see where that kid ended up. Yeah. He was... That was perfect as him at the high school student. It, that character works in that setting. Yeah. It's Ferris playing hooky from his role as a banker or something. And it's yeah, not yeah. Gonna, it's not going to do anything for me. Definitely. Um, I got one I'll mention too. I don't want to see them try to continue or redo weird science. Oh, I don't need to see Wyatt's kid trying to hook up the doll to the iPad. Yeah, no. No, I'm all set with that. So No, I don't. They'd probably, oh God, they'd probably hire like Megan Fox or something as the eye candy. Okay, you know, let's go. That's, I'm yeah. all set. Uh, weird science, too. Come with this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but she's got to bring Machine Gun Kelly in. Oh, uh, never mind. Okay. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> all right. Um, my number three, another one I absolutely loved from back then, Beetlejuice. Mm. Don't need to see any. I think it can only go badly. 
It's perfectly self-contained. You don't need anything there. You want the beetle just goes to Hawaii? Thing they were no, talking about? no, you need nothing. No, that's what you have Ernest for. He does those movies. <laughs> that's true. Uh, okay, my number three is Police Academy. Um, I mean, we got all eight and we have ninety of them anyway. But yeah, they were talking what you're doing at once. But I just think like, especially like nowadays, like you can't do funny cops. Like it just it, you, you would essentially need Paul Rudd in the Gutenberg character, or you you like would need a, or Andy Samberg. Yeah, somebody like that. Yeah, so, and, you, and you have nine nine. That's the closest thing you need to. Police I mean, Academy. we could bring Michael Winslow back. He looks the exact same. Oh yeah, no, crazy. You know, he's he's awesome. But yeah, I just it's that was one of everything in there was eighties jokes and stuff. You can't do those kind of yeah. movies anymore. You can't do like those. You know, you know, like R rated comedies with like you know funny pranks and topless stuff. It just doesn't work. Yeah, anymore. no, it doesn't. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, this one got me thinking. <laughs> Because right before you showed up here, I was looking at the lovely Lego catalog that came out, and they actually did the Home Alone house. Yes. And that's one of those where I don't think they should have ever touched it. Mm. Like, it was perfect in that time. You can't go back to that same trick. They just did it again last week. I know. I know. And it just made me sad. Um, In that same vein, I don't want to see them touch big. Oh, there you go. Don't bring Zoltar back. You can't bring... You can't go back to the well with that. No. That was perfectly self-contained. And... Who you'd probably need like a young Ryan Reynolds, that kind of a yeah spot to be able to play that yeah character. It's yeah, I don't think you can go back to that premise again yeah. without sullying the original. You mm-hmm. know, good call. Uh, my number two is I don't want them touching the never ending story. Mm. Uh, movie is I thought of that one pretty perfect for an A's movie, and the thing that makes never ending story so like uh like endearing is the fact that you know you didn't have CGI back then, so everything's practical. Mm-hmm. Like the Rock Monster is a Henson Muppet, and Falcor's a Henson, yeah, Henson Muppet. Henson was all over that. It's thing. all Henson and Stan Winston and stuff like that. And if you didn't, that would just be a big CGI fuck fest, like a Marvel fight. And I just don't want to <laughs> see it. Fuck fest. Yeah, I just don't want to see it. Sean would have a comment for that. Right now. <laughs> Um, I like that. That almost made my list. I was thinking about that one. Um, my number one is the most viewed movie of the eighties. They've touched upon it in other mediums, but you don't need a sequel to go back to this world at all. That'd be ET. Oh, okay. I don't think you, I don't think you can go there again. That story, I mean, what ET comes back again, or it's, I don't, and especially in this day and age, Oh, yeah, no way. Like, it was like, a, what, a speak and say or whatever the hell, a speak and spell. Yeah, yeah. That, what are you going to do? Like, these kids, they're taking videos of E.T. and posting them up on YouTube and yeah. TMZ. And it's, I mean, it could only work in the 80s when there was that naivete. Kids that could go out and fucking play at night. That they're riding trick- their bikes around in the middle of the they night. They went trick-or-treating. Exactly, yeah, things like that. It's just, now that was one of those things magic in a certain time and place that yeah. you just can't get back there. Alexa would have dimed DT out in a heartbeat. Oh my God. Okay, so my number one is, I mean, if, if E.T. is the most viewed, my number one I think is probably the most loved 80s movie or mm. pretty up there. Don't touch the fucking Goonies. Stop yeah. trying to do another Goonies. Talk about a perfect movie. You know? And I guess in that same vein, like, See, Goonies, they've actually tried to touch, though, a couple of times. They have. And that's... You could also say, like, the reason that on this list I didn't do Back to the Future is because Zemeckis, I already said, and Gail came out and said, it's not happening. We own the, we own it. No one's touching it ever. Yeah. And the same thing with Princess Bride. They're like, They're no. not going to... Exactly. The that's estate, why I love that one. The up. estate went, absolutely not. Never again will you touch this property. Mm-hmm. So those are off limits now. So that's why I want Goonies. Yeah, no, Goonies is a good call. And that's, yeah. that's another one much in that ET vein that... It could only work in that time and place. Exactly, yeah. It's, maybe you know, early 90s, maybe. Treasure maps and things like that. One, where the hell are you going to find you know, cities with that much free space? Yeah. There's no riding bikes through the woods. No, there's, like there's, that, that, there's not. That's all developed. There's a strip mall there now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> not down by the waters, long since gone. Oh, we're going to lose the house. They put up condos and Mom, shit. Mom, just go on creditkarma.com and get a loan. Yeah, exactly. you know, it's oh like, yeah, it'll be over in 10 minutes. That house just went up for sale again last year, I think it was. Yeah, yeah I saw it. Big money. Was, oh, yeah. Big money. Yeah. Okay, so you had Beetlejuice, Big, and E.T., and I had Police Academy, Neverending Story, and Goonies. Like it. Cool. Goonies was a good poll. Yeah. So everyone, so thanks for coming back after a month. Sorry. We'll see if we can get the old chucklehead back here for the next one. We'll try. We'll have to find something he's seen first, though, so. Um, it's probably through the first season of Grey's Anatomy now. Oh, okay. 
get something like that. It's working his way up to Desperate Housewives and things like. We'll get there. We'll, we'll figure it out. So, um, cheers retrospective coming next. There we go. Uh, follow us on Twitter at fman thirty seven. Like, subscribe, yada yada yada, all that stuff. And um, we'll try to do uh, also coming up. Uh, he Man came out this week, so we'll we'll work on that one next. And uh, we'll do a reaction. Yeah, we'll get that one out next. Excellent. Thank you, everyone. Have a good night. See you guys. Thank you.